All right, Ducks fans, it's time to make some predictions. And I will go over my roster predictions for not only the regular season, but the start of the regular season on this episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. I'm currently the public address announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And also, this weekend, the public address announcer for a little game in Palm Desert featuring your Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. It's awesome. Really awesome. Kind of a dream come true. But I'll talk about that later in this podcast. So just a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, at free on Amazon, also on the YouTube. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. So this is kind of going to be a half, well, sort of a two, well, no, it's half and half. The first part of this podcast, I'm going to talk about my projection for the Anaheim Ducks rosters. The caveat to this is for the beginning of the season, because as of right now, neither Trevor Zegris nor Jamie Drysdale have signed their contracts. So at this point, we are now less than two weeks away from the start of their regular season. Neither player has signed So now we kind of might have to go under the assumption that they might not get signed in time. I mean, we're over halfway through training camp. Only a handful of games left. So, Ducks fans, I know there's some concern. Calm down. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. So... I actually, you know, had my little post-it notes. Again, I won't show you the post-it notes because they're kind of stuck right here on the bottom and on the screen. So I have my projected rosters for the first whatever amount of games of the season with the assumption that JD and Z will not be available at the start of the season. So this will open up a couple of big roster spots. And... Um, There's a couple players in particular that I would hope get a chance. So I'm going to start with uh, the goaltenders. Let's do the goaltenders first. So goalies. This is going to be the same either way. John Gibson and Alex is a stay lock for the roster. (laughs) I loathe myself. That was a terrible joke. I I apologize to all you Ducks fans. So, Gibby and Stalock. Those are your two goalies. Yeah, Bakery will be in San Diego for one more season. Uh, I'm going to go forwards first. So, this is where it's going to be a little bit weird. Um, Since we are under the assumption that Z is not going to start the regular season with the Ducks, that means that we could see a first line of... Frank Vitrano, Adam Henrique, and Troy Terry. So what I did here is I put Henrique out of his left wing position 
and I put him back in his center position. He has played center before. He has been pretty decent at center. So I figure in this case, I would put Henrik at center, Frank and Terry on each side. I'm actually have two versions of this and I'll explain why. Um, if I put Henrik back at center, my centers would be Henrik Strom, McTavish, and Carrick. If I put Henrik at wing, then my centers would be Strom, McTavish, Carrick, and Carlson. Yeah. But in this case, I'm going to put Henrik at center because there's a couple players that I would like to see get a chance. Second line. Jones, Strom, and Silverberg. So the reason I have Silverberg in that second line to start the season, one, to build confidence, two, because Sylphie has been a longtime assistant captain, or alternate captain, rather. So this is the case where I put experience and captaincy over stats which means Alex Kalorn will go down to the third line. So my third line is Brock McGinn, Mason McTavish, and Alex Kalorn. Now, I could have switched Sylphie and Kalorn between lines two and three, and I thought about that. But I also thought for the first few games of the season, why not have some kind of, I don't want to say stability, but maybe some kind of familiarity for the Ducks fans. So that's why I put Sylphie ahead of Killorn, but only for the first few games of the season. Then fourth line. You ready for this? Pavel Regenda, Sam Carrick, and Brett Leeson. Leeson has been pretty good in the preseason. Carrick has been really good in the preseason. I think he's kind of earned his spot on the roster right now. And he's making a case that he deserves to be on this Ducks team you know, for this season. And maybe Carrick can play the first few games of the season. And that means that Leo Carlson, at least for the first few games of the season, could possibly play in San Diego. We don't know if that's actually possible or if that's actually going to happen, or maybe just have him be a healthy scratch at first and have him learn from the vets. That's that's my take on that. You know, have them have them learn at first and then go from there. Brett Leeson's been good. Pavel Regenda is a player that I have always liked. He's always skated hard and knows where to go. Uh, my defenseman. We're assuming JD's not going to be there. I have Fowler and Gudis, first line D. Second line. Haig and Labushkin. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Then I have Colton White and Drew Hellison. Yeah, you know what? Give Drew Hellison a chance. Someone else that I would like to see get a chance, if Hellison isn't it, why not try Olin Zellweger for the first few games? Have him try out. Or I think Drew Hellison a little better, but why not give the young guys a chance? As I always say, 
Let the kids play. So that's kind of my roster makeup, assuming that JD and Z do not make it for opening night. It'd give players like Pavel Regenda a chance and players like Drew Hellison and Olin Zellweger. That would give them a fair chance to at least get some games in and possibly make a case for later on in the season or next, you know, you know, give the Ducks management a tough decision, but make it a good, tough decision. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission and I'm going to go very in-depth as to my predictions for the Ducks roster for the majority or the remainder of the season. Stay locked in. And now a word from DoorDash Groceries. Now, I mentioned Sam Carrick getting on the roster. He's one half of the Maple Bros from Canada. But what if you want maple syrup to go with your delicious homemade Mickey waffles? Yes, my sister has a Mickey waffle maker. She doesn't live here, but I'd have to get it in Wisconsin. But what about some Mickey waffles? Or my mom can make some. Anyway, yeah, maybe you need some syrup. Maybe you need a nice little pick-me-up. Maybe you need a snack from the local market. Well, you could head over to DoorDash. DoorDash Grocery is linked up with thousands of grocery markets, including some from the biggest chains out there. So if you're looking to get a nice homemade dinner, you know, get the ingredients, get that all brought to your front door once again with DoorDash Grocery. And get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a 20 buck value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees. None on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Can you see the savings now? Once again, don't forget, that's code LOCKED for half off your first order with DoorDash. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. All right, so... On the video side, no breaks. We're just going to pull straight through. And I want to go over the players that I think are going to make the roster, the final roster, once Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegris are signed. So let me get some water because this is going to be a long one. You ready? Goalies, Gibby and Stalock. I'll give you a few seconds for the shock. Oh, no shock there. <laughs> yeah, there's no shock. Look, um, Gibby and Stalock, those are going to be your goalies. The fact that the Ducks signed Alex Stalock, I wouldn't call that a slight against Lukash Dostal at all. In fact, Dostal's great. I get what the Ducks are trying to do. I get why they're doing that. Because Dostal is still waivers exempt. 
So in case Gibson gets hurt, in case Gibson gets moved at the deadline, or in case Stalock gets hurt, then that might give Dostal a chance to move up and then move back down without having to go through waivers. So there's an advantage there. Oh, boy. Forwards. This was tough. This was this was really tough. And the reason for that is because I had to leave a center out for sure. This is where it got really tough. And I'm going to give my order on this one. <sighs> Forwards first. Top line. Adam Henrique, Trevor Zegris, Troy Terry. Is there any surprise there? Zegris is your top point scorer for the Ducks. Led the team in assists and goals. Z could look to be pass first to start off the season. Troy Terry has been more aggressive. And you know Adam Henrique can put the puck away. There's no reason to not put Henrique and Terry in the front line. Which means Ryan Strom drops down to the second line. And he's with his old buddy, his old Rangers teammate, Frank Vetrano. And for this particular line, or for this assumption, I'm now assuming that Z has come back. Some of the players have settled in. And now we can move forward with who's going to put up the most points. And I think Alex Kalorn is going to put up more points than Jakob Silferberg. So I have that second line of Frank Vetrano, Ryan Strom, and Alex Kalorn. That's a line that could put up a lot of points. Last season, Strom got 41 points. Vetrano got 41 points. Kalorn got 64 points. That could be a really lethal second line once it all comes together. And looking at those top two lines... Rico Z, Troy Vetchkin, Vetrano, Strom, Kalorn. That top six, I wouldn't say is the best in the league, but that's a top six that could compete with a lot of solid teams. I'll say solid teams. And the reason for that is because there are some teams that have their amazing top six. Look at Colorado. They've won a title recently. Vegas has an amazing top six right now. There's no reason why they can't really succeed. Boston was up there, but with the recent retirements, Boston not up there like it used to. But you know who has a very good front six? Carolina. I think we forget just how good Carolina has been over the last few years. And I got to give their top six their just due. Um, just to kind of go off topic here, Carolina's top six right now is pretty solid. You have Sebastian Ajo, you have Table Teravinen, you have Kokadniemi. They plucked Michael Bunting. They got Marty Natchez. They got Jordan Stahl. They got Jesper Faust in there as well. So they've got a very good top six bottom six eh, bottom six bottom six is decent for Carolina but their top six is very solid um, what are some other teams that have a really good top six just going off the top of my head 
Uh, Florida has a good top six. We saw that through the playoffs. Um, Toronto still has a good top six. The Devils have a much improved top six. So I'll give them their just due as well. And also Dallas. Dallas is kind of a dark horse for me to make it to the con- to the conference final, to the cup final. They're a dark horse because they've got a couple of quality guys like Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Mason Marchment, Rupe Hintz. Um, they got some guy named Jason Robertson. You may have heard of him. And don't forget the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers still have the best top line in the entire National Hockey League. So I cannot compare the Ducks' top six to those teams' top six like I mentioned. I mean, come on. Just having McDavid and Dreisaitl alone on that top line, forget it. Yeah, that's tough to beat. That being said, the Ducks could compete with some of the other top sixes in the league, which is why I have a little bit more hope, especially with the Kalorn signing, and especially now that you know players can get acclimated to each other, maybe we'll see more of a comfort level with Vetrano and Strom there now. So that's kind of the hope. That's the expectation for this coming season. Uh, rest of my forwards. This was tough. Third line. Max Jones, Mason McTavish, Jakob Silverberg. That is my third line forward. Uh, Max Jones looking to come back stronger than ever. Mason McTavish, of course, has been terrific. And Jakob Silverberg, the steady veteran for the Ducks. As long as he's healthy and as long as Jonesy's healthy, I think that's what you're going to see. Oh, fourth line. Fourth line was tough. As much as I want to put Regenda in, I couldn't on this roster. So I went Brock McGinn, Sam Carrick, Brett Leeson. I realized that I left Leo Carlson out this time. Not that I don't believe in the kid. I think Leo Carlson can be very good in this league. But he might need a year or at least half a season in San Diego before getting called up to the Ducks. Um, His rookie camp has been pretty good. His preseason has been pretty solid. But he hasn't been the most noticeable player in the Ducks preseason so far. He's been good, but he hasn't been like, you know, Sam Carrick good or Olin Zellweger good, or even Brett Leeson good. Like, but Leo's been Leo's been fine. The next couple of preseason games, I think, are going to more determine who makes opening night roster, especially in forward. And this is a good problem to have, Ducks fans. A good problem to have if you have all those forwards vying for those spots, and that's going to leave a few guys that are going to get sent down to San Diego so that's good for the goals. For the Ducks, very tough decisions, but that's who I have as my forwards. So once again, Henrique Zegris Terry, Vetrano Strom Kalorn, top six. Bottom six, Jones McTavish, Silverberg, McGinn, Carrick, Leeson. What a 
what about the defenseman? The defenseman was not so tough, assuming that Jamie Drysdale does get re-signed by the Anaheim Ducks. This one was actually kind of easy. So my first line is still going to be the same. It's going to be Fowler, Cam Fowler, and Radko Gudas as my top line defense. Um, they're both solid, solid defensemen. Cam Fowler, alternate captain for a long time. I could see him, you know, drop in more than a few points, more than last season. Second line, Robert Haig and Jamie Drysdale. I have Drysdale as second line defense. I know for a while there we were saying that JD is going to be the future first line defenseman, which I still see in the future. But for now, once he comes back, put him on that second line with Robert Haig, put him with someone that might help him as far as falling back. Maybe JD won't take as many risks, especially coming off of injury. So we could see Drysdale making some noise in that second line defense. Third line, I have Colton White and Ilya Labushkin as my other defenseman, uh, partially because Bush is making a little bit more money and you never want those big money players to be buried cap. You never want them to wind up in a position where you're going to have lots of money sitting on the bench and you're going to have to eat that money like the Ducks have done a few times in the recent past. Notice that some of the players that I've left out, they're not making a ton of money right now. So that's a little bit more reasonable to have them out. But, you know, it is what it is. So in this roster, uh, Vakaninen and Hellison are still... I still have Vax on the roster. I have him as a seventh defenseman for this season. And I have Drew Hellison making it. But with Dreisel coming back, I think Vax and Hellison are going to be seeing some time. And if Hellison is waivers exempt, then he can just continue to go up and down the San Diego goals. And that would be fine. So that's my roster. And hey, you know what? Um, Later in the season, if, if, if everyone stays healthy and Lundestrom does come back in time after the All-Star break, then I think... Maybe Sam Carrick might be the odd one out by that point because Lundestrom is a very capable and solid center to have as well. So those are my rosters. That's my roster predictions. We'll see if I get this. Um, I'm going to leave the comments open on this one, but what do you guys think? What is your opening night roster? Assuming that Z and JD are not playing on opening night. Please let me know down below. That being said, we are going to end it at that. Thank you so much for watching. And if you're participating, giving your lineups, thanks for your participation. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc., etc., you could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD and the show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. And I'm going to mention this big time now because we are getting close to it. Um, this Sunday, I will be doing public address 
at Acrosure Arena for the Ducks versus Coyotes game. That is a Sunday matinee game beginning at 3 p.m. in Palm Desert. Um, let me know if you're going to that game or not. I would love to find out who's going, who's not, and you know who I could say hi to out there because I'd love to say hi to as many Ducks fans as possible because y'all are awesome. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support, and I think most importantly for me, thanks for your support through you know the accident, through the respiratory virus, to you know having to deal with family stuff. Like it's it's been a tough summer. So for those of you that have sent well wishes, thank you all so much for all of that. And to get to end on a personal note here, um, this will be my first game back at Acrosure Arena since. Like my first time back at 100% health. For me personally, that's a big, big deal. Okay, it's a it's a big deal because that final was tough physically and mentally because I could not give 100% until that game seven. Like it was hard to give 100% when I had trouble breathing. It was hard when I had a chest wall contusion and I had just pain against my ribs and, you know, that chest wall. It, it was painful. That Those last few playoff games were painful, folks. I don't recommend it. So for me to come, to come back and just give it my all for this Ducks preseason game, it, it's going to mean a lot emotionally just being back for that reason. So I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for all the support. All right. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.